Hey, welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Thanks for joining me as today we are in the book of Genesis and we are in Genesis chapters 6 through 9. And this is the account of the flood story. And the story goes that, that mankind had grown more and more wicked. Uh, mankind's heart was set on evil in so many different ways. And so God, he brings, he brings a judgment upon the earth. He brings a judgment upon the entire earth, save for one family, the family of Noah. And Noah was a righteous man, and in God and in his sovereign protection over humanity, he, he preserves the human race. And so he rescues Noah and his family through the flood. And the text that I want to look at is, is the promise God makes and, and some of the things God says in this promise at the very, really, end of this this flood narrative. And so today we are in actually chapter 9, starting in verse 7. After the, the flood had receded and Noah and his family exit out of the ark, there is, a, there is an offering made to God. And then after the offering, there is this, this instruction. God says to Noah, he says, And you, be fruitful and multiply. Increase greatly on the earth and multiply in it. And then God said to Noah and his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, that with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark, it is for every beast of the earth, I will establish my covenant with you, and that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Now, there's a few things in this text that I think are worth us considering today in our ancient ways and how it impacts our modern days. The first is that God, he repeats his his dominion mandate, his creation mandate for Noah. He says, I want you to go and multiply over the earth. I want mankind to spread across the face of the earth. And then there is a promise. God makes this promise. He says, I am no longer going to flood the earth in judgment. Now, God doesn't say, I'm never going to judge again. He says, I will never flood the earth in judgment. And he gives us a rainbow, this 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 uh, sign in the sky that when there's sun and when there's moisture in the air, there is this, this visual, beautiful visual display that is meant to be for every generation to look at this rainbow and say, this is God's promise to not judge the earth in this exact same way that when the rain comes, we should not fear to, to think maybe God's going to judge the earth with a flood in this moment. And this is a sign that God gives. Now, in this, there is, there, there is a beauty, there is a promise, there is the continued um, spreading of humanity across the face of the earth. What a wonderful thing. And in this, we should see some, some important truths that, that really are carried into our modern day. One is that, that God is sovereign over humanity, that God has judged and that God will judge again. This should remind us of the reality of judgment. This should remind us of the, the judgment that all people will face for their sins. And this judgment is seen uh, most clearly upon the cross. 
when Christ died to pay the price for our sins, that we have an even greater sign. When we consider the cross of Jesus Christ, we know that, that God's judgment toward those who have trusted in Jesus and his death and resurrection is a judgment that, that has been, is, it's a promise to us that we have so much hope now knowing that our sins have been forgiven. I hope that you have trusted in this promise. But I think there's also another uh, another notion worth considering, which is the, the continued wickedness of humanity. In our world, in our culture today, the rainbow is a sign that is displayed with pride over rebellion against God. The, the rebelling against God and his created order for a husband and wife to be joined in marriage, and that's the only appropriate place where, where sex is experienced. And yet, our, our world rebels against that not just in hidden ways, but now in prideful, flagrant ways, flaunting their rebellion against God. This is a sad, sad state that we live in, which reminds us of, of the necessity to continue to hold the gospel forward because those who rebel against God, those who try to take this promise of God as a sign of their ability to rebel even more, they're those who are under the judgment of God. And we should be careful not to hate them, not to despise them, but rather to to show them that there is a way to escape the judgment that comes. And the only way is Christ and him alone. This is a reminder for us to be humble, a reminder for us to be reliant upon the Lord and above all, to not only believe the gospel, but to share it with as many people as possible. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.